You are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Welcome everyone. You're listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. It's good to be here. Hope everyone is doing good. Oh my gosh, I wanted to tell you something funny that happened. Okay, not really funny, but I didn't know that my dad knew about the podcast. Uh-huh. So we had family dinner on Sunday night, and everyone's like supposed to update about what's happening in their lives. And my dad turns to me and he's like, and you, T-Mac? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, I didn't know. I'm like, what? How did, what? I'm like, wow. no. So I was like, my brain literally had this spasm. Like, what's going on here? That's crazy. He's like, yeah, I know. I know. He's like giving me this eye. That's scary. <laughs> I don't know what he's listening to. And I feel like I need to now just put disclaimers on everything. So, yeah. I think we need to redefine our audience. <laughs> right? Because he is like 60 plus. Anyway, um, today we have two very awesome guests in the building. TJ, you've been with us before. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I am awesome. Okay, we've got Zinzi. <laughs> Zinzi. What's up, Zinzi? In the building. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. So, before we begin, as usual, everyone, well, I'm sure a few people know TJ, but we don't know you. So, just a few things about you, what, who you are, what you do. You don't have to say your age unless you want to. Marital status, you know, those sort of things. Okay. Well, I'm Zinzi. I'm 28. Although, according to my fitness assessment, my metabolic age is 20. Wow. So that's the age that I was. <laughs> I'm not sure if the machine was working or if it was broken, but that's the age I'm going. <laughs> um, I'm a lawyer. I love God. I'm single and mingling. Uh-huh. So if any of you guys out there feel the Holy Spirit... Saying call and ask her, just call the Radiant Culture team, they'll give you my number. Okay, wow. cool. Wow. Um, <laughs> here we go. This is a no fight. children, no ring. Big but game. she's got a job and <laughs> she's very cultured. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Round that up real nice. Yeah, exactly. So, so no late night texts. And like, you know, that weird shorthand. Like. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Yeah. Did you see with the S-Y? <laughs> anyway, so T-Mike, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the, the no-go areas when it comes to relationships. So we all know there's bro code, like you can't date your friend's ex or... I'm sure girls have a girl code, but we don't call it that. I think it's just common decency in some cases actually that's why i said in some cases <laughs> and then things like um adultery and cheating if cheating happens in a christian relationship should you then leave the person or right. should y'all work it out what in a marriage no ring fair game if a chick or a guy has no ring, does that mean he's fair game or she's fair game? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. All right, cool. So why, why do we have these guys as guests today? Because I'm just wondering, are they like experts or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's funny because they both ain't got no rings. But, right. <laughs> um, well, we wanted a balanced discussion, so it was important to have a male and a female. Okay. Um, who have very uh, well thought out opinions on these topics. So, yeah. 
All right, cool. So there you go. Um, so we're going to get straight into it. Uh, I think what I, what I want to know first, right, is I, I remember um, when I was in youth, you know, we used to learn a lot about relationships and how, you know, as a man, you should grow up to be a godly man and uh, a woman should be a godly woman. You know, there was a lot of talk about that, you know, how, how to be pure and um, even the whole thing about dating. I remember dating was kind of frowned upon a lot, right? Because you had to court and stuff, but people still dated anyway, right? Um, so, but now I find that as people grow older, you know, a lot of people have dated several people and, um, you know, and yeah. So, and it brings us to where we are today, right? So maybe to, to kick off the discussion, um, <clears throat> the first thing I'd want to ask guys is, or code, any form of code. Because, <laughs> listen, by the time you hit 30, you've probably dated... Options are few. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but I'm saying you, you've probably yes. been in a few relationships, even as a Christian, mm. right? You've dated two or three people or more. Others are like, yeah, they're just... Mm. 50. Yeah, I go, right? <laughs> and the, the, the reality is that um, the, sometimes the options are beginning to um, grow thin, right? Uh, so the question is this, guys. If your friend has dated someone before, right? Talk about it, guys. I love how you emphasize that point. Does code still apply? Or is this just like a high school concept? Maybe that's the, that's the first question I want to ask. Maybe that code did not even apply in high school, bruh. Uh, I it feel like have, though. I should have, high but I feel like... should really have been strong. <laughs> people dated my exes. I dated people's like exes. Friends. Yeah, like... Okay, I was not the most innocent high schooler. There's actually a clique of guys I dated like three in the same clique. <laughs> so I don't know where the code was at when that was happening. In my experience, I don't think girls ever could. Uh-huh. Because, like, girls don't mind dating each other's exes from, like, what I've seen and experienced. Is this correct? Um, I think they do mind. You just don't see the fight that's happening, the cold war that's happening But y'all do it, like, so often. And then you often, see the, it's... the click has now broken up. Maybe you don't notice, but the click has now broken up. And, and then... there's, a, there's, a, there's a tension. There's a tension. Okay. But what I'm saying is, it's, it's not like a thing that will stop you. You'd be like, I'm going to take the beef and get the guy. For girls, for guys, they're like to even get into that space where you're gonna think of, I'm gonna take my friend's ex. It's like, but until you guys have levels of of girls, of ex, so to yeah. speak, yeah, like they could be that ex who he dated for three years and they almost got married. Obviously, she's kind of like a no go area, maybe. Then there's that one Adam who he just hit it off with one time and then it was like, <laughs> really. That's guy. That's guy. Guys, if he they just had one drink and it didn't even. That's uh, guy. No, that is absolutely insane. That's guy code. That's insane though. But also, guys are constantly breaking the code. Then. Yeah. Because so. there's some so other is guys. So is it really a code? Who, no. <laughs> this this is a sad reality. But there's other guys who like intentionally then go discuss. Guys, who are we going after next? Who's going first? That's your crew that will break the rule, no. but they're in agreement and they know what they're doing. Okay, I get okay. it. Okay. I know of a couple of situations <laughs> where it's like an ex-girlfriend of one guy in the crew and it's now the wife of the other guy in the crew. <laughs> 
That's messy. <laughs> so, let's not let's not be like, oh, oh it's just it guys happens. that are hunting in a pack. No, it, it happens. There I are know, people but... who break the bro code. Yeah, it happens. So is it really a code? I don't believe in packs. <laughs> oh, you're in hunting in a pack. guy from Angola. How do you even go to that wedding? Like, it, like how do you? Okay, but no, okay, but seriously, guys. <clears throat> so, are we saying here, honestly, honestly speaking, are we saying that if my friend dates a girl, right, mm. three, four years, in fact, maybe, okay, let's just say three, four years down the line, mm-hmm. this girl is like, hey, we're we're clicking, we're hitting it off, right? I'm thinking this is someone I actually want to be with. Then what? I should I should I should chill because my friend dated her. Yeah, he's moved on with his life. Married, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Exactly. Let's talk about that. Like, if listen. he's now married to someone else, is his ex girlfriend still off bounds? Okay. Doesn't even the make problem sense. is not merely in like people's feelings at first. Because what happens is y'all are still going to have to be friends, right? That's what you want. Like an ideal situation yeah. where my homie dates my ex and we're still friends, we get to hang out. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they have problems, what's going to happen? Like, there's always that gray area where, because something happened before, and we're now always constantly, like, the same space, because we're homies, like, we're tight homies. Mm -hmm. Something just might happen. There's always that risk that something just might happen. Something like what, bro? What are you trying to say? Okay. Something like what? I'm trying to say, like, say they're having problems, right? Mm -hmm. Who's she going to go to? Her girlfriend's. Nope. Who's it depends on the Girls reason like why she to broke guys. up with her ex, though. Huh? Because if you broke up with this dude because, I don't know, he cheated on you and he was really terrible to you and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You're not going to... That's not your comfort place. Ooh. Okay. Okay, you know what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, guys. In any game. Here's what I really want to, and I don't want to speak for the ladies because I, I, I don't really understand how everything operates in that world, right? Because um, I know it's a whole nother world. But what I, what I want to understand, ladies, and you can, you can help us here, is you, you are in church, and you're in church, mm-hmm. and, and um, you've dated so and so at some point, maybe two years ago. Uh, and then it then just so happens that T Mac. This dude, mm-hmm. right? So let's say Zinzi mm-hmm. dated this guy two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then now T-Mac, you meet this guy, you guys just start, you know, you, you get along. Then you realize that, you know what? This dude, guy, I think he's the one. So are you saying, yeah, that because <laughs> your friend dated her, mm-hmm. dated him, sorry, before, mm-hmm. that's a deal breaker altogether? Uh, it's, okay, <laughs> there's several things that one would consider. Uh-huh. My closeness with Zinzi, first of all. Mm-hmm. If she's just like a girl who I kind of know, not really that close with, maybe I'd consider it. Maybe. Second thing is the reason why they broke up, like what she said. Uh-huh. If he was foul to her and he just treated her like the scum of the earth, but now he's nice and he's changed or whatever, I would still have a problem going down that road with him because of what he did to my friend. Right. Even Yeah, there's forgiveness, sure. But who but breaks up nicely, guys? I, there's amicable breakups. There's amicable yeah. breakups. So if those like if she's not that close to me and if the breakup was okay, maybe I'd consider it. But if those two things were off, then I'd probably just be like, mm, it's okay, let this cup pass. I'll find somebody else. So what if it's the one? How will I be knowing that he's the, the one? one? 
how did you get to that stage yeah exactly like that's the thing for it to get to a certain stage it means so if i already know his history with zinzi it's most likely that i will already have created a distance between me and this person so chances of it getting to that stage are slim okay i don't know if she would like to yeah do you share the same i think sentiment it's also about knowing your girlfriends because some girls are not territorial about their exes Yeah, true. some of them is too many for them to be territorial. <laughs> 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 Girls are not territorial Yo. about their exes, so it's it's okay. You have to know your friend. Okay. Your friend might be cool with it. So I don't think so I don't think we can really is there a cold? So nah. it won't I mean be. there's a it's an unspoken thing that generally the rule is don't date your friend's ex, but there's exceptions. Yeah, yeah. There's exceptions. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just you know guys, guys. I had a meeting with a pastor friend um she's like a pastor big sister friend um last week and i remember we we're talking about relationships but the one thing that she said she's like you know um the one what I, what i find interesting right she was talking about a, a group of young girls that she was like mentoring and stuff and she said she actually asked that question that if if um one of you dates a guy right and then one of you then discovers that you know what actually this is the man that god has called me to be with mm-hmm. and did it <laughs> yes i know i know i've used a very uh, christian yeah, as soon as you bring term. god into the thing but, but what i'm but saying anyway, is if, if you if this is the okay this, this is the one this is the guy right this is the guy mm-hmm. are you gonna call it quits just because your girlfriend dated him and so she was like that's rubbish because at the end of the day Or she has like purpose prevails over all this other nonsense. So if this is the dude you want to be with, go be with the dude. What's the point of trying to protect whatever code you have and miss the rest of your life with this amazing person? Um, okay. I just, firstly, <laughs> I really side eye. I mean, people hear God on a lot of different things. <laughs> I side eye someone who says... God has called me to be with this person because sometimes conf- people confuse their emotions with God especially in those situations. And now you've sometimes. broken up this whole friendship and then you realize actually it was just my hormones. Like perhaps take a back seat, find just take some time to really figure out what you're <laughs> talking. Mm. Like this needs to be like a sort of three year plan. If you're still in your purpose three years down the line then we'll take it. Chat when you're 30 But, when you're 30 you don't have three years. Um, Jesus had three years when he was 30. But he but he left and after those 3 years. You're not he had a different yeah. mission. But like <laughs> But guys like there's another there's also another thing. You know like the Bible says prefer one another. Right. So if your friend minds you have to prefer your friend like if it says prefer one another on issues like well. food like I don't eat onions, mm-hmm. right? And then it says not to offend me if you come to my space. Mm. Don't eat onions, prefer me. Mm. So what more in this case where it's like something this huge? Prefer me, I want this guy. Prefer me and, <laughs> and get over and get over your emotions. No, but <laughs> Wait. See the thing is in that situation, you're the one with the decision. So you have to prefer your friend because your friend says she doesn't mind, right? But you're the one who's going to do the action. 
I don't know, man. I just, you know what, guys? Listen. I think your main issue is that options are few at that stage. But maybe, okay, maybe they're not. Let me not speak for, for people. For guys. All, I'm, all I'm saying is that <laughs> I think past a certain age, these things shouldn't matter. Honestly, right? I, honestly, <laughs> past a certain age, guys, guys. Whoa. These okay, things. wait, let me ask you the same thing. Uh-huh. If it was you in that situation and you like a girl who your relative has dated, does that change it? My relative? Yeah. I'll go to my relative, guy, and say, Shad, dude, here's the deal. Panabara, this, this, this woman here, ah, she's the one. Mm-hmm. So, here's what we're going to do. Your cousin had already done my introductions. Now, yeah, the whole family now knows her, and then it didn't work out. Now, you want to come around with the same girl and be what? like, oh, no, it doesn't yeah. work. It didn't work okay. out with cousin Tao, but I'm going to try. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I still think, I guess I've got a more practical approach to life, maybe, right? And I'm not saying you guys don't, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that if, if that happened, then, and I really. I'm convinced that this is this is the woman that I want to be with. Mm. I, I would have to find a way to to get around that because I think that ultimately, um, all these other things are just window dressing. Honestly, they're just formalities that have to happen. At the end of the day, people will forget when we're married and we're living and we're doing other. People will forget. They'll be like, "Hey, I was a tour cousin." But you know what? <laughs> Whatever. People don't forget, bruh. I think if you're cool with that, it happened in my huh? family. Have you ever forgotten an ex? Have I forgotten an ex? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Please. Well, my situation is different because I have you memory, are not I have memory not to lie. lie. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you are but not that is not to lie. Like you still remember them, no. Cookie Monster. Jack and no, but the, the point is, I do remember all my exes, obviously. See? But it's how I remember them that matters. So what I'm saying is, like, if, if one of my friends... For example, today, mm. wanted to date one of my exes. I'm actually cool with that. Honestly, I'm cool with it. I'm like, you know what? We broke up for a reason. And did And if this is the woman for you, then why should I stop you? It's always going to be awkward, guys. Like, I've seen this happen. Like, I have, like, a cousin who did that. Like, the other cousin took the other guy's girlfriend and married her. Mm. But it didn't work. Mm. I promise you, like... It's one of the most awkward situations because, like you were saying, you won't mind, right? But your friend at some point will start seeing stuff. So, like, your family, right? One time she's talking to you and, like, come something just, like, she gets over-friendly one time or whatever. What's that going to do to him? Like, I think you're making your world that... too small, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You gave the example, God, the analogy of, like, it's, it's in the same family. So, I'm saying it, like... That's very tricky. Okay, so as church folk, what do we do? I think one thing that, because, okay, like how we were saying, it depends on, okay, another thing that it also depends on is how the relationship might have been conducted as well. Mm-hmm. So for you, for example, uh, I happen to have some insight information about you. <laughs> but I know you most likely, let me just assume that you've conducted your relationships. Don't touch me. Ab- <laughs> like that. Ain't nobody touching you. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting in them drawers. <laughs> you know? So like, it's not like you're sharing, your friend will be taking away a previous sexual partner. It'll be just like, we dated, yes, but nothing in the physical realm happened and maybe yeah. the most y'all did with hold hands. I don't know. Yeah. I think also that also does play yeah. a small role in it. Because mm-hmm. say, for example, if these people were intimate and they were having sex, there's a different level of yeah. a bond that's there Definitely. that we can't really ignore. 
So maybe for Christians, it should be different because maybe you shouldn't be doing those things. Um, so on that note, what I actually wanted to say is um, Christians and physical relationships, right? Mm. I think it's tricky because the moment people are together and, you know, you, you start getting into these physical situations, um, I think it's very, it's very tricky. Excuse me. It's, it's very, very tricky because... Mm. Now things happen and people break up. Yeah, then it then really gets complicated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is why I also think that as, as Christians, uh, we should be careful. You mean use a condom? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be specific. Okay, okay. To okay. tell a child to finish. Eh? Okay. <laughs> we, I, I just, I actually think that we should, we should, Stay away. Man, I just thought of the fact that my dad might be. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Too late now. <laughs> Snap. Snap. You already said condom, so. Yeah. Um, and, so. <laughs> your next oh, meeting is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. On Sunday, this is going to come up. So, I listened to the podcast. So, I just think that, guys, you know what? The truth is this. Yes, there's the whole purity side of things, right? Which is that we need to, we just need to really watch ourselves because the Bible actually does, you know, talk talk about fornication and all and all those things. But I also think from a social from a social relational point of view, if if each time you are in a relationship with someone, that relationship uh, becomes physical, then all you're doing is complicating everyone's life further. <laughs> That's what do you mean? Because by the time you leave, by the time you leave, guys, guys, and you've been physical, whether you've done first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth base, whatever. And <laughs> the, the the point is, if if you sleep with someone, right, and you break up with them, mm-hmm. right, it's it's just tricky because now, guys, you. Listen, I don't know how to say this. I, it's just complicated. Do you mean if they go to the same church as you or what? No, for starters, right? Imagine that. Now I'm a worship leader, Andy. Mm-hmm. And so imagine, like, I sleep with someone. We'll and then now I'm like, I'm like, leading yeah. worship there, and she's just like chilling there. But even no, my worship no, leader. Even if we broke up, right? Even my worship leader. Even my worship leader. There are levels of Christians, and certain levels are desensitized to all of that. Like, so Ooh. what? I slept with her, but this is the part where I'm a worship leader. That's this is not. I'm not naked right now, so. But did you guys what? come on? Don't we all silly. know this though? Yeah. We all know that you there's hear the scandals. This. Yeah, it's it's there. And where we can well, all profess to love God, there. but we I don't necessarily hold the things. Dear. Pastor, pastor knows the scandals. So all I'm saying, all what I'm saying, right, <laughs> is that, um, whatever you do in your relationship unfortunately will affect everything else that happens after so whereas if, if you've been in a relationship with someone there were no physical ones there you break up with them and i'm speaking from experience right mm-hmm. where um i want i yeah i've got like exes that i'm cool with right we know this but part of the reason <laughs> is that there was no funny there was no funny ones in the relationship yeah, inky, inky. Yeah, no hanky panky. So all I'm just saying, guys, <laughs> right, is that hanky panky mm-hmm. also then messes up what Chances we're talking about of. right now. 
Because for you to now see, to, for you to now be comfortable with your friend dating your ex, you see what I'm saying? It's a little bit awkward. Also, when you start thinking like you're with your man and he once dated your friend and then she comes around and you think, oh, he's seen her naked and I know her body is dope. Mm. So it's a little bit. I don't know how people handle all of that, but exactly because I'm usually the hottest person in the room. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I just want to go back to like, okay, as Christians, how do we handle the situation? Like, let's say, fine, God has told you we've eliminated that as hormones. You, you, you're, you're sure. Like this is it. Mm. You have done the Bible check. You've, you know, done the fleecing. You've done everything. Uh-huh. You have identified that this is the man for you, but he's with your friend. Uh-uh, he's still or with her. With. Oh, he's your friend's ex. Sorry. Well, I guess there's he's no ring faking. But yeah. mm. I think the Bible is very clear that if you pray for wisdom, uh-huh. God will not withhold it from you. Right. Yeah. Just ask him, how should I handle this? Like, I like, I like that. You need a, God will tell you, Auntie, he's told you that this is the man for you. Ask him, how should I handle this? And yeah. I'm sure he will give you an answer that will take eternity into account, but also take, you know, your friend's feelings. He also loves your friend. Yeah. And, yeah, that's the way to handle it. Like but in that. the case of, like, what you were saying, if they've been intimate, he's probably not going to ask you to do that because the Bible says, if you sleep with a virgin, you must marry her. That's the commandment. Shan. If you don't... Shan, this is your your daughter. What do you mean? Huh? What do you mean? Are you saying today? Mm. No, but that's Old Testament stuff, bruh. <laughs> See, no. that's the thing. Like, it's, 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 that's the thing. Like, really? Is it? So are you saying, Jesus guys, said, I did not come to abolish it. I came to fulfill it. Yeah, what does yeah, it mean to fulfill? No. But anyway, let's not get into it. Let's not get into it theological. Like, so you're saying that because she slept with this dude, that she God must doesn't marry care him. about her feelings anymore? I think let's talk about God's character for a bit. I'm saying like, of course, God still cares about your feelings. That's he's why. He's like, go snatch the dude because I know they slept together, so I don't even care. No, he's, what I'm saying is this. If they've slept together, right? Mm-hmm. God cares about you. And he stopped caring about them? No, it's not about he stops caring about them. He cares about the both of you. The best decision in that situation, like we're saying, mm-hmm. in a situation where they've been intimate, huh, mm-hmm. for you to actually make something work is going to be a mission. Not impossible. But we've gotten it's, to it's the point It's not impossible, we've but it's going to be a mission. God once told someone to marry a prostitute. Like, God isn't like, ooh, One only marry people that, that was are like, That was like, out of the whole Bible... We've read that was like one example, but and there was a reason for it. Maybe it God, might happen. God tells us to marry each other, be and be fruitful and multiply. We're all sinners. Yeah, yes, so, it's true. So I mean, I don't think there's a okay, hierarchy. There's, there's, a, okay. there's, there's a bit of a complication. Sorry for stepping in, but if you read in Matthew five, uh, I think it's about verse thirty or verse thirty-two where Jesus is talking about um, adultery and about divorce. And he mm-hmm. says that a man should not divorce his wife unless it's for uh, sexual immorality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he says whoever marries that woman is commits guilty of adultery. adultery. So aren't you in the same line of that context, guilty of adultery if you, ta- if you date that person that had sex with 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 your with your friend 
your mm. ex's friend. No. If they were intimate. That person was adulterous. Because I'm now their husband. I'm not yeah, the but, wife. But God, God says whoever marries that Her person. Commits adultery. Commits adultery. So the dude that's going to marry you is going to be committed okay, to adultery. The whole world is full of adulterers then. Exactly. And no one should be marrying yeah, anybody. Yeah, let's not get yeah. married then. Nope. Because the, the reality is this. Right. That no, but that, that's what the scripture says. No, no, no. no, no but no, I think no. there's New much, Testament. There's no, no. I think I think we're, we're twisting it. It's there. I think we're, we're, I think we're adding. I think we're adding something that's actually not there here. It says this is for people no, who are but, married. Whoa. No, but it's about whoa. sexual immorality, which which God because my version says. Very, let, me, let me go because I've read light. that verse very recently. Okay, what does you say? But anyway, Matthew five thirty two. Man, team, I don't know the Bible, so we just want to As per usual. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> this is message. Let's not use message. Yeah. Hey, well, message, digital guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Get out of, of here with them. <laughs> we'll use all of them. Let's use New King James. All right. Um, but I say to you that whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery, and whoever remarries a woman who is divorced commits adultery right yes so you're saying that you can be divorced you can divorce someone for sexual immorality that they committed before you got married no i'm saying if jesus was saying don't divorce for any reason except sexual immorality Mm -hmm. it shows you how he views sexual immorality it's like the most Dirty thing that he'll allow you to divorce, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you have had sex before marriage, that's sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say don't marry people that have committed sexual immorality. He said don't divorce for any reason other than sexual immorality, which means Jesus assumed that the sexual immorality happened after you were married. Okay. Yes, yes. You're now correct. the cool. thing is... Then he said if you marry that her. once... You've divorced this person for yes. sexual immorality. Yes. They must stay single forever. That's their punishment. Yeah. For life. No, no, no. No. Isn't it saying that if they were divorced for any other reason Either. that is not sexual immorality, they must remain single? No. Because no. he's saying if you divorce for sexual immorality, it's okay. You have a basis okay. for the divorce. Then, divorce. Yeah, but then he then says whoever marries a divorced woman, whether by sexual immorality or not, But the previous verse is a precursor. It means if she was divorced on grounds that weren't for sexual marriage, she can't get married because she's the person won't be marrying an adulteress. No, but if we go back to verse thirty-one, it says it is also said whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. Right, Mm -hmm. but but I say to you, so he's talking about both cases. Mm -hmm. So what are you guys saying here? Marriage in plain in plain English. (laughs) Okay. So what I got from this is what he's saying is the first thing is divorce is only allowed when there's sexual immorality. Uh-huh, I got that. If there's divorce for any other reason, it's now the man committing adultery if he goes and then does something else. But with the woman, if she ever gets married after she's divorced, the dude who's marrying her is committing adultery. So my question is, how does this apply to our discussion? Let me bring it there. See what he says. Remember that that thing I was saying where he says, if you sleep with someone, you must marry her. Like, look, if you get married to someone on paper and you don't consummate the marriage, even the marriage is called, called null, right? You haven't done anything. 
Exactly. You're not married. So the actual act of marrying someone is consummated, consummated by, by so the, the sex, mm -hmm. right? So <clears throat> when you actually have sex with someone, you are actually supposed to marry her. Actually, That's what the, the Bible the, says. The, you the, become... The only other condition you can marry a divorced or someone who was married before is if that person dies. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's then the only other. you can marry her. So, my question. So, in this is... Uh, <laughs> my question. This is for our listeners out there. If someone has been in a relationship, yes. right, and they slept with someone, yes. and then the relationship ended, yes. right? Yes. Does that mean their life is over? Does that mean that um, they are no longer worthy to be married by anyone? If it's a dude who got, who, who married, um, sorry, who, who had sex with someone, right? Mm -hmm. And now they don't want to be with that person or they discovered that the, the thing is not going to work for whatever reason. Does that mean that they're no longer allowed to even think of marrying anybody else? That's our question. The well, Lord will redeem the them, can keep moving. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's levels to this. The first one is, I'll tell you what the law says, right? The first one, the law says, whatever reason, if it's not sexual immorality, is not acceptable to God to put what he has put together asunder, right? So you're going to be together, in God. sin, right? You're going to be in sin. But it says, if you happened to have committed the sin, like there, there were others who had committed this sin before <clears throat> they became born again, mm. right? When you come to Christ, he washes all that away. Mm. And he makes you a new person. What if you're in church? Yeah, if you're in again. church, if uh -huh. you're in church, if you're in church, you cannot commit this sin and say, okay, because God is going to shower grace on me, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Paul says, people like that mm. are not why we were given freedom. Because people were actually making these arguments saying, so I can then finally, the law doesn't apply. Like all these things that Jesus is saying doesn't apply if he says he's going to give me grace. And Paul says, hmm. If you actually think like that, you may not what actually if be mistake, safe. Actually, what Paul if it's a mistake? Actually, Paul actually says, expel the immoral brother. From okay. The... Here's, here's what I'm asking. Maybe, maybe I'm not making myself clear. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what if it's... Yes, there's people who are immoral and who are yeah. unrepentant. Yes. I get that. People who are just yes. like, you know what, I'm going to church. I want to find money. <laughs> and they do all kinds of things. But I'm talking about people who are in a relationship, uh, right? And, they, and then they're just struggling with their purity. Because mm. they're attracted to each other, mm. right? Mm. And they've made some poor decisions. Maybe they're spending too much time together and mm. things happen. Mm. Those are the people I'm talking about. You must expel I them. Think, I okay. think the challenge with this whole thing is that there are three parties involved, right? The one who they slept with and the one who they're getting into the relationship with. Mm. So you could have a situation where the one who they're getting into a relationship with doesn't mind. But what about the person they slept with? Oh, no, as in, as in, I don't mind that you slept with that guy and you broke mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. I don't mind. We can still have a relationship. Mm -hmm. But does that guy mind? Does he have a right to mind? Yeah. He slept Whoa. with her. It's now different from just breaking up. But guys, up. Uh, what I, 2018. And, and, guys. and I just noticed something that we do, even I do this. We tend to think that a lot of the times it's about us. It's not. Because really, we could all be cool with it and say, hey, I don't mind that she slept with him and he doesn't mind. We're cool. We can actually chill. But God says, I'm not having that. 
one of you is now in a doctor. He's like the ultimate beyond what we feel we want. Or I, what we I still find a lot of loopholes in this in this theology, guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> because because on one end I'm hearing you guys say um, you, you you read the scripture that says if a man sleeps with a woman with a virgin um, he has uh, he, he has to marry her. Mm-hmm. If you look at that set of laws, there are many other laws that are there that we don't follow, right? So why are we? Nitpicking, like why yeah. are we? For example, we... if a woman was caught in an adulterous act, we're supposed to stone it. No one's stoning anyone these days. No, there's, there's there's laws like if a woman is having periods, right? She's supposed to be out of the camp Somebody. for seven days. Mm. There's all of these no, things. No, I, I right? get what you, I get what you're saying, which is why we moved away from that one and started dissecting the whole immorality Yemu one. Yemu okay. Yes. So mm. I just think you and guys. And I'm also looking at the fact that there are three parties here uh-huh. involved, right? And don't underestimate sexual relations, right? There's a bond created there. Right. Right? So, if this guy has a problem with you sleeping with his ex because he slept with her, they created a bond. You just can't break that bond. The fact that he's ha- he has a problem means that bond is still there. So what? So you must go to him and ask for permission? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what we're throwing I out there. Think what happened? That sometimes you should. <laughs> Yes. How did that conversation uh, no, go? go? Like, the, no, but you need to talk how, about how do we how you do we practically handle it's it? It's one of those awkward situations. This we're talking about friends dating each yeah. other's exes. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. You to go and talk. This is not a stranger. Yeah, this talk, is not a stranger. Not a stranger. We're talking about yeah. friends. Yes. Go and talk to your friend. Sure. And that's where I was saying you need wisdom because okay. wisdom doesn't just say whatever. What? You guys broke up. I don't care what happened. I'm taking this one. No. You have to have a discussion about it. Maybe you guys should go see the pastor. Okay, but that's... So, Kuda, I just want to hear from you. Uh So, you're saying in that situation, just disregard your friend and how he feels. (coughs) And if you and that chick like each other, just go for it. No, That's not what what I'm saying. What I am saying is that I think what you guys said just now, to be honest, Mm -hmm. that the way you interpreted that scripture is a little (laughs) twisted for me. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. And, um... But this is my personal feeling, right? No, uh, I'll probably need to research it further. <laughs> but I just think... I actually think that scripture is exclusively for Married. a marriage setting, mm-hmm. right? However... Um, Sorry, just to, to correct you there. It's not that we're saying that scripture applies, but it gives us an indication of how God views sex. sex. Okay, cool. I, yes. Okay, I can, I can get that. I get oh, that. Um, so, I, listen... What? Got plenty of scriptures on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think from a practical point of view... Right. It it is necessary to have a conversation with the friend or with the person to say, Shad, this is uh, where we want to take things. Did you, did you guys sleep together? Well, maybe ask that first, right? How do you no. ask the chick, bro? Why are you asking your friend? All right. Um, <laughs> and then if the person, if they're still struggling with it, then maybe, you know, you bring in a third party, like a pastor, pastor kid. Then you say, listen, pastor, this is the story. I, I really want to marry this girl, but this is the situation. Then find a way to resolve it. I think it can be resolved practically. But, yeah, yes, so that's what I, I, I would do. But otherwise, I, I, I should think, Shad, dude is gone, what the heck, it doesn't matter. You would think it can be okay. resolved practically, but you have to remember that you're dealing with people's emotions, and emotions are irrational. So, if you really, truly believe this is the person for you, and God has called you to be with this person, which is still a story that I side-eye, I will not, I'm sorry. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> needs to reveal that to everybody. Everybody in the situation. But anyway, if you still believe that, Perhaps just 
take a step back if you're really really hurting somebody take a step back the person's still going to be the one for you and it's still going to be your purpose yeah. six months from now it's still going to be your purpose a year from now unless god says as a matter of urgency you guys need to be together yeah yeah because you know forget everyone else kingdom purpose decrees that you guys be together now you can wait okay mm-hmm. because you know you're just gonna end up where you don't want to be and that's gonna complicate a lot of a lot of things then you then you guys end up breaking up and then you know what i'm saying anyway i don't i don't need to well to, for me my parting words will be um you know paul says that um it's better for those who are not married to stay as they are yeah and then he then gives that disclaimer that if you are, are acting burning. if you're burning <laughs> you're acting favorite first untoward <laughs> your version, right <laughs> Then you must marry her. Hey, what did he mean by Anto? <laughs> He's basically saying if you feel like sleeping with her, marry her. Okay. So that's already a standard set. That you shouldn't really even be kafufli. Like putting everything on the guy though. It's it's on both of you though. Yeah, but and the, everything's on the girl the, when you're like if you marry her, you're an adultra. So I think it's not fair. There's a balance. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, carry on. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, carry on. Mm. Like you know, I don't know. This is just me. Like I've been even asking myself the same question: with him. Are we saying God is not practical when He gives us His word? But anyway, that's that's another thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, my parting words would be: You're better safe than sorry, because like this is yeah. life on the line stuff. Like you could lose your life for this. Like it's easy nowadays for us to just go on and say, ah, you know, it's just my feelings, it's relationship. God cares that I have a good life. He wants me to actually enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So let me do what I do. But at the end of the day, we're going to stand before him and he's going to ask us. Yeah. So <clears throat> if there's a gray area, you're better off in a safe place. Yeah. Like even if people will call you extreme or you have to be that guy, mm-hmm. you're better off in a safe place because you safeguard not only yourself but the person that you are interested in. That's good. Yeah, that's good, TJ. Cynthia, any my, you my don't have words to have. Are, I agree with TJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was that was good. That was good. <laughs> Very wise words. Yeah. Someone's been praying. Mm. <laughs> Finally, something wise. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's the experience. <laughs> I will not add anything onto that at all. That may be true. Thank you, TJ. And thank you, Zinzi. And thank you, Pastor Ken, for coming in there as well. And Cookie Monster. It's always good having you here. Thank you. Yep. So, yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope to catch you next week. This is a Radiant Culture. Peace and love. And love thy neighbor. Ne? Love. Love. Treat others as you'd like to be treated. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye. I'm out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. 
If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.